Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Well, folks, Antonio T. Smith Jr. is doing it again. He's done it again. Yes, he has giving away so much knowledge just to help you succeed, walk out of the middle class, become a multimillionaire. He is giving away his book just for you. The name of that book, The Richest Man in the Trash Can. You want to make sure you get this book. Here's why. If you are someone who is tired, frustrated, irritated, of the day-to-day schedule of waking up, going to work, going back home, going to sleep just to do it all over again, not being able to spend time with your family, you just got married, you just had kids, or you take care of your parents and you're not there to do it, this is the book for you. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? This book is free 99. Yes, you heard me. Free 99. Okay? All you for free. Yes. Free 99. All you have to do is just pay shipping and handling. That's it. $9.95 just to get your free book. This book is a life 
changer i'm trying to tell you guys everything in this book is what antonio taught myself in grace that enabled us to retire yes we are retired and we haven't even hit our 40s yet Woo! i'm just saying i got a few months to go don't worry about it Shh, don't nobody need to know that girl <laughs> you don't look it that's it go get it Go get it and walk yourself out of the middle class into the life you deserve. Walk yourself into abundance. Abundance is freedom and this book is your journey out. You can plant better. You can dominate. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to today's Let's Talk Tuesday. Our speaker for the hour is none other than the Bryant A. Johnson of the Bryant A. Johnson Group and the pastor-elect of Church for the Unchurch in Galveston, Texas. All I'm going to tell you is buckle up your, your seatbelt. Get ready for a, for a ride. Brother, take it away. That was perfect. Thank you so much. <clears throat> I am so excited you ended with those last couple words you said, for a ride. And if you guys notice, I am currently sitting in not my car, but my wife's car. I'm currently sitting in my wife's car. Antonio and I, we have funnily coined her car, the skinny car. So I'm currently sitting in the skinny car. And it's for a reason. Why? Because I want to talk to you tonight and ask you a question. Are you in your lane? Yes. Are you in your lane? Listen, one thing that I feel is disrespectful and reckless is while driving, someone switches lanes without using their signicator. Yes, that's the correct name for your blinker. It's called a signicator. No matter how saved you may claim to be, when this happens, some unsaved words come out your mouth as a matter of fact sometimes you want to get next to them and show them a finger this also happens while walking somebody be honest with me right now have you ever been walking in the mall or somewhere and somebody walked in front of you didn't you want to push them out the way Oh, we're going to be real on this call today. Many times, many times, many times. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And watch this. That's how people feel in their careers, in their businesses, in their goals and dreams. When you enter an area of life, that's not your strong suit. Oh, yeah, we're about to talk on today. Because we have to stay in our lane. Listen, in business, in your career, in, in anything that you are striving and desiring to do, you are putting in mad and, and, and massive work to be the greatest in that field. And the quickest way to bring frustration to you if somebody comes into your field and have not put in no work and claim that that field is theirs when in actuality, it has nothing to do with who they are. Are you in your lane? Are you literally right now, staying up late at night, doing what you desire to do? Are you waking up early in the morning, doing what you desire to do? Matter of fact, 
Don't even say stand up late at night. Don't even say wake up early in the morning. Are you spending your day doing what you desire to do or are you spending your day doing what the system has constructed and trained you to do? There's a book that's written by the great Antonio T. Smith that had just recently released and it's entitled So Happy and Grateful. And I would encourage you to, to go purchase that book. But in my church, we are literally going to a through a 13-week reading of this book. We are literally reading chapter by chapter of this book. Each and every Monday night, we have 11 weeks left. But in chapter two of Antonio's book, when he was defining your happiness, he literally said, you deserve to be happy. You deserve to live every day like it's your birthday. The feeling that you receive when it's your birthday and you know it's the greatest day on earth because the greatest blessing from God has been birthed on that day. I'm not the only person that feel like the greatest blessing from God has been birthed on a day of their birth. Each and every one of us feel like we are the greatest blessing from God. And we also feel like on our birthday, everything stops, everybody stops, and everybody acknowledge that it's our birthday. That feeling right there is the feeling you deserve to have each and every day. And I want to tell you three quick points and then I'm out of how you can ensure that you are in your lane. Point number one, first find your lane. Discover your purpose. Again, back referring, referring right back. It is, it is so all oh, y'all listen, this is not planned but this is just so happened to be right on point with what I'm talking about today. Back in chapter two of So Happy and So Grateful, Antonio gives you an activity. And this activity is to, for you to write down words, that five words that you would like people to say or remember you by at your funeral when you die. Those five words are your purpose. Those five words are what should drive you to ensure that you stay in your lane. I, as, a, as a preacher or as a pastor, I have many people always asking me, Rev, what's my purpose? Or how do I know what my purpose is? But in the church world, they don't say purpose so much. They'll say, how do I define my calling? And I tell them like this, anything that you're willing to do for the rest of your life, whether you pay for it or not, that's your calling. If you are willing to spend your hard-earned money to feed people that are less fortunate than you, whether you get recognition or not, that is your purpose. And that is what life has designed for you to do. So feed the people. Don't look for the recognition. That is your lane. So find your lane. Point number two, maintain your speed. Move at your pace. I get it. If, if, if your field is a fast-paced moving field, then you might want to move fast-paced. But if your field is not in a fast-paced moving field, why are you speeding while you're driving in the slow lane? Your field, you're in the slow lane. Maintain your speed.
one of the quickest ways to cause a wreck on the road while you're driving is to instantaneously change your speed, either fast or slow, and somebody's either in front of you or behind you. Because once you change your speed, you have changed the direction of the entire uh, traffic. You have changed the flow and movement of traffic. Have you ever been driving behind someone and they instantly start slowing down? Doesn't that irritate you? Don't you want to honk your horn and tell them to move out the way? Don't you start yelling things through the window knowing that they cannot hear you? Because they've instantly changed their speed and you got uncomfortable because they changed their speed. So think of it that way. Think about how many people get uncomfortable when you change your speed in your lane. We're talking about how to discover, are you in your lane? And if you're in your lane, maintain your speed. Don't let nobody move you faster than what you're supposed to move. Don't let nobody take you further than you're supposed to go. Maintain your speed. Those are your dreams. That's your happiness. That's your goals. And can nobody control your dreams, your goals, or your happiness but you. And when you allow anyone else to dictate and determine your speed, they are now in control of your dreams, your goals, and your happiness. Point number three, focus on your destination. One of the quickest ways to, well, another one of the quickest ways to cause a wreck is to, to get distracted. And I'm sorry, and I must say, we as people are easily distracted. We could be studying for a keynote and we hear our favorite music coming from next door and now we're singing a song. Are we dancing? We could get easily distracted. We could be driving down the road and we see a color car that we like and now we're looking at that car instead of focusing on where we're going. Have you ever been so deep into a conversation with somebody that you actually mix your exit? Y'all probably don't know about that where you are, but in the state of Texas, we have a freeway called 45. And you can get so caught up in a conversation on 45 or 59 or I-10 to where you'll literally miss your exit. And, it, and you got to go turn around. You got to take the next exit. Who's to say where it is? But you have to take the next exit just to make a U-turn to go all the way back so you can be able to get your exit. So focus on your destination. Don't be so easily distracted. One day, you're a speaker, trainer, coach. The next day, you're a basketball coach. The next day, you're a deacon. The next day, you, you, you have a nonprofit organization. Where, where are you trying to go? What are you trying to do with your life? You can't spread yourself so thin in a bunch of areas that nobody have time for you in no areas. So you have to focus on your destination. Write down your definite end goal. Once again, chapter two, so happy and grateful. Write down your definite end goal. Then you will know where you're trying to go. So remember these three key points as you are going about your day, as you are fulfilling your dreams, after you, as you are living your dreams, as you are 
doing what you desire to do. Remember that you have to first find your lane. Also remember that you have to maintain your speed. And then remember to focus on your destination. I am the double certified Reverend Brian A. Johnson. That is my time. God bless you. And we'll open up for a Q&A. All right, brother. <laughs> and you took us for a ride. I told you how to buckle up your seatbelt. Now, for anyone, those of you who have any questions or comments, the floor is open. Great job, brother. Hey, Brian. I'm sorry, I couldn't unmute. Thank you, Grace. Hey, uh, Auntie. Hey. You are wonderful as always, and I just want to thank you for just letting me know just to go at my pace. It's my journey. It's my lane. Um, I needed to hear that. I really needed to hear that today. So I want to thank you. Thank you as always for being amazing and for just telling it like it is. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I, I battled with what I was going to uh, discuss with you guys for Let's Talk Tuesday. First of all, it hit me like I didn't realize it was my day to do Let's Talk Tuesday. And I battled with what I was going to talk about. And when you asked, what is the subject? That's the first thing came in my mind was, are you in your lane? Because I was driving and somebody had just jumped in front of me. And I was like, man, we need to talk about this. Reason being is because we all fall into places in our lives and that's not the place for us. And we find ourselves in those places only to please people, not to please us. And with me being a master conqueror of, yes, I mastered it and I conquered it. With me being a master conqueror of being a people pleaser, I know the detriment that you can go through by doing what it takes to please others and not yourself. So thank you for that feedback. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Anybody else? Yes, sir. Mr. Johnson, uh, John Calloway here. Yeah. I understand it. I understand exactly what you're saying. I'm actually right now on the phone, uh, driving down the road in this big uh, freight liner hauling 80,000 pounds. And every day I go through it when I'm out here uh, with individuals cutting this truck off and, you know, we can't stop on a dime. And um, I, I know exactly what you're saying. And many times, you know, what you spoke about, I have sat down and thought about it in my mind, uh, what you had said. And um, uh, sometimes, you know, when you get out here, uh, there have been times I've been out here on the road and I've been in a hurry in this truck. And it's been so much traffic that you can't go nowhere. And I had to tell myself, you know, bro, where are you, where are you trying to rush to? You just, then you have to just stop and just go with the flow until you can, you know, move like you want to down the road. Uh, and sometimes it gets like that. But I understand exactly what you're saying. And I, I love the way you put it. And, and um, uh, appreciate those thoughts and everything. You know, keep up the good work. Thank you so much, Mr. Calloway. I really appreciate that. That is totally ironic that you literally just experienced what we're talking about. But at the same time, you can see how divine the universe is because it allowed you to see physically what we were talking about. And I hope that the physical seeing 
is able to not only help you mentally, but it helps your business to ensure that your business reaches a level of prosperity and which your heart desires. Thank you so much, Mr. Callaway. Thank you for being here. And thank you for being a part of the ATS uh, JR companies. Anybody else? Hey, Brian. This is James. How you doing? JJ3, what's up, man? Yes, sir. Man, this is perfect timing because we're talking about trans, transporting and just like moving. And, and last night, I feel like I wasn't in my lane and I got the word today. <clears throat> and I realized sometimes you, you're in a lane that you don't want to be in, but you have to be in that lane to get to where you're going. And, um, but, and when you mention that, that pace, it's like for me, when I'm driving, especially living in Houston with diverse traffic, not everyone can, can, can be on that same pace as you are on. And you, you will have some people that slow you down. And when a car cut me off earlier, I realized that very car that cut me off kind of saved me because it made me realize if they didn't cut me off, I would have passed my exit. And when I make it to my exit, I realize, you know, if I take my time, realize where I'm going, I'll get there. There's no need to rush. When I find myself rushing to get to my destination, only the when I get there, it's I'm only waiting the time that I rushed ahead. I'm waiting the time as if I just drove in there at the normal speed. Absolutely, absolutely. I I, I thank you for your feedback. It, it was very <clears throat> transparent, and I love your transparency. Every time you are on a call with us, no matter what kind of call it is, you are willing to be transparent and open to ensure that you get the help you need. So I always thank you for being here, JJ3. I'm going to call you 2J3. So we're going to coin you. Your name is now 2J3. All right, James Jackson III, you 2J3. Get a, get a choice. Yes. Say 2J3. That's it. <laughs> I appreciate that. By the way, it is it is uh, good hearing your, your sermon tonight. Oh, man, thank you. I, I appreciate that, man. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in. Man, I just want to give you a, a little advice as you're continuing to discover your purpose and build your business is ensure that you are doing what you want to do and not what others want you to do. Anybody else? Boss man, you have anything for us today? I got something. <laughs> Come on, give it to me. Come on. I just want to Roman wrong. I just wanted everybody whoa, whoa. I just want to give everybody else a chance uh to get on it. Something that uh that James Double Three said that, that sparked something in me was Sometimes you have to be in that other lane in order to get to the lane that you need to get in to get to your destination. Because sometimes people are where you need to be at and you got to find a way to get to where you got to be in that lane. So that's happened to me a couple of times too, trying to get to my destination. I like the, I like the fact that he said that. But if you're paying attention, then guess what? You'll know and you'll know what to do. Something's interesting about, uh, about your, your topic. This happened to me not this past Sunday. This happened to me two Sundays ago. 
and it, and it resonates with me because I consider myself not a not just an average driver. I consider myself a very good driver, and and I'll say that because when Antonio T. Smith came to Baltimore, I was a chauffeur, okay, and I didn't hear <laughs> complain one time about about my radical driving. But they changed the traffic pattern near my house when I go to church, okay. And there's a no left turn at, at, at this intersection. I wasn't making a left turn, but the light was red. And I drove through that light, Brian, as if it didn't exist. And my sister-in-law said, you know, red light. And I, I handled it real cool. I was very calm about it, but it devastated me because I had two other people in the car with me along with myself. And that could have been a deadly incident. So I didn't take that for granted, but I got distracted. I was running my mouth. And because I was running my mouth to make that point, I didn't pay attention to that light. And that thing haunted me after I got to church, after I got on, it's even haunting me today that you, and you said that you've got to pay attention. You've got to be careful about distractions. And the thing that hit me was, not only could I have been injured, I had two other people in the car, and who else Who else could have been coming through that light that I hit as well? That could have been a lot of lives because I got distracted. So you got to pay attention. So that's all I want to share. Thank you for the subject. It hit home, and I was vibrating at your level. Thank you, sir. Double platinum. I, I appreciate that, <laughs> Mr. Roman Rome from the Himalaya. Baltimore's finest. <laughs> I really appreciate that, man. Thank you so much. You always add great value and sense of humor every time we get you to unmute your mic and 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 say something on one of these calls, man. You you are a type of person that can light up a dark and dim room. And I appreciate you for your spirit. I appreciate you for being here, and and I thank you for that because. You are correct, you know, and, and many of us don't take into consideration. Oh, man, you just said something powerful. Many of us don't take into consideration that we have other people riding with us. Uh, our goals and dreams are our goals and dreams, but we're carrying other uh, passengers with us. And we have to drive more careful with other passengers with us than we drive when it's just us in the car ourselves. I drive way more careful when I got my seven-year-old and my three-year-old in this car than I do when it's just me. When it's just me, I might go after that yellow light that's probably about to turn red. But when they're in the car with me, oh, I'm stopping. I am not taking that chance. Why? Because I have other people. They are, I, I am responsible for more than just me now. And that's some of our business. Some of our businesses, we are responsible for more than just us. And we have to keep that in mind while we're in our lane. Am I moving too fast to end up causing a wreck to hurt the other people that I'm responsible for? Or am I maintaining a good speed to ensure everybody's safety so we can reach success? So thank you for bringing that up. Thank you so much for adding that value. I appreciate you. Anybody else? This is J, two J three again. <laughs> I like that 2J3. name. Two J three. I like. Up, baby? 
Okay, so th- this is some more transparency. I was just told twice on the job. One, stop speeding, and two, maintain your speed. <laughs> that was about a few hours ago. And and the second time she told me stop speeding, I started to realize, like, um, I can't go any faster than the speed limit because the vehicle that I'm in starts to, like, maybe the motor mounts need replaced, something needs fixed. So I'm thinking, you know, I could have I could have replied and, and rebuttaled. However, I just didn't give any feedback. And I started to internalize it and realize like maybe it's a it's a spiritual thing as opposed to like like the literal speeding. And um at that point I just realized in life I have to slow down. I I I seek to move fast. And the vehicle that I I want to build, the business that I want to build represents that speed that I have mentally. Yet, right now I'm in a vehicle that can't speed that well, and I need to apply the rules and regulations and speed suggestions to get to that level where I can move fast in the right, uh, or in the right area where I can do it safely. Because there is a, a place that's designated for that, like a racetrack, for example, to go along with a performance car. Uh, every 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 time I get on the road and I drive, I I'm always in performance car mode, and I pretend the the automatic is a six speed. And to me, it, it just it puts a smile on my face, and and I just think in like all positive vibrations. And then I come back to Earth and realize, hey, man, these signs are up here. Follow the signs because there are suggestions to to be in range where no one gets hurt. And it also protected myself. That That is powerful. That is powerful. I'm, I'm glad you said that. I, I want to – is Antonio, could you unmute right quick? Could you – I would yes, like – sir to utilize your expertise. And I want to ask you a question, sir. How, with discovering your lane, how do you switch lanes without hurting everybody, hurting anybody else? Well, there's a bunch of answers here. This depends on what's the end goal. Are we switching lanes because we are distractive or indecisive, or are we switching lanes because we want something else to do that's in our gifts that we weren't in our gifts. Which one? That part. We 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 realized we was in the wrong lane. Say no and more. We're trying to switch lanes to get to where I, we need to go. I got you. On the road to life, you need money to switch lanes. Let that be all heard. Let it be heard. Well, Cost money to just... switch lanes. All right. And and on the road of life in which you are driving a car it actually still costs you money to switch lanes i'll break it down very briefly you think it's free for you to put on your syndicator which i didn't know that's what a blinker actually was you think it's free but it's not free because someone had to invest in that vehicle before you can ever switch lanes you must pay money 
Secondly, let's talk about the proper way that the Department of Transportation talks about switching lanes. You don't get to switch lanes by maintaining your same speed. I'll say it again. You don't get to switch lanes by maintaining your same speed. In order to properly switch lanes without causing an accident and to be within the law, you must accelerate and switch lanes. Now, how do you do that in real life? The only way to properly, there's two ways to properly accelerate in real life. One way is to slow down to speed up. You need to get some consciousness that is not yours. Read a book. Do something because you don't have what it takes to switch lanes. So you need someone like me, like whatever, to teach you how to accelerate so you can switch lanes. If not, you're just going to crash into another car. If there's no cause in the road, you're not really switching lanes. You're just moving in a direction without accelerating. Another way you switch lanes on a on the real road, I'm mean, excuse me, in real life when it comes to prosperity or something, it's not just to read a book, but you actually have to have the proper gas to accelerate to switch lanes. Some of you in businesses with no gas. You are you're out of steam. You've been out of steam since last year and you just won't admit to yourself that you're out of steam. And it's just not going to work for you. A team member can be gas. A coach can be gas. Money obviously can be gas. Credit is also money. 97% of what you call money is credit. That can also be gas. And summation, I suppose, you are going to need the proper tools to switch lanes here are the proper tools a list of them that i just named a book mentor coach some some consciousness greater than yours a team or a proper vehicle but you can't get any of those without money whether it be your money or using someone else's money or using a, the gift of money either way ladies and gentlemen you don't get to switch lanes because you decided to do so as much as motivational speakers would love for you to say, hey, just switch. No, no, you can't just switch. There's, there's lanes out here. There's a system. There's traffic. And why would I let you get in my lane when I'm next to you, right? It's not going to happen. You need to be prepared to switch lane. And then when you switch lanes, you're not allowed to do it timidly, with timidity. You got to dominate the switch lanes because you are now saying future me is about to occupy matter and space. I'm not there yet. And I'm not really syndicator. I'm not asking permission to switch lanes. I'm syndicating. I am notifying you. Bruh, that's my lane over there. Future me is about to be there in five seconds. Now, I've told you I'm on my way. Now. That's what I'm getting ready to do. Last thing, if you're, if you're used to Western world, okay, you're doing pretty good. But get to a place where there's a billion people or motorcycles or bikes. You don't just get to switch lanes by putting on your syndicator. You have to literally just get over. Because the most important thing about switching lanes, ladies and gentlemen, is the one thing that we all don't consider. People 
ain't got time for you switching lanes. Neither are they making way for you to switch lanes. In a nutshell, switch. Do what it takes to be able to switch and then switch without timidity and without asking permission, dominate. And there you have it, folks. I would end it with, I feel like somebody else wants, but I would have said you can plant better, you can dominate. Right there. Looks, like, looks like you got Ken it. Underhill with his hand up. Grace is, is back okay. on you, you and Brian. Okay, one, one, one just All quick right. question. Um, Go ahead, Ken. Uh, uh, and this can, uh, so this is kind of for Antonio or, or, or you. Um, so I'll, I'll answer if I need to. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll ask it for everybody. Uh, so um, I'm, I'm big into reading. So obviously I've got Antonio's books and many others. I've already read Think and Grow Rich in, in a lot of uh, books like that. Um, so is, does anyone have kind of a, a listing of uh, kind of like maybe their favorite top 10 or top 20 business and finance books? Um, and if so, do you mind sharing that either with just myself or the group, um, whether Facebook or email or, or whatever, or even just posting it here? No, uh, I'll say it right now. I said, Brian, you want me to say it or you want to? Looks like what, what we call him James now, double J3. What are we call him now? Two J3. Two J3. All right, then. That's, <laughs> hence, that's henceforth your name. Two J3. That's henceforth. Yes. In, in this order. I don't even care if you read them. I don't care if you read them. The book I want to get you to is Think and Grow Rich, but you can't just jump in Think and Grow Rich, in my personal opinion. In this order, this is how I would give you books. Numero uno, 2J3, just had it up. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I'll tell you why. Rich Dad, Poor Dad is going to stretch your awareness just enough for you to have the next book. Because some of you are not even, some of you are not even aware that poverty has entrapped you, encapsulated you. It's enthroned you. You are in the middle of poverty. Shout out to James for holding up so happy and grateful. You're in the middle of poverty. It is just a very bad thing. And you got it, just like Thinking Grow Rich says, from your parents. It was by accident. It's not their fault. They did the best they could with what they have. Next, one of my favorites is Cash Flow Quadrant by Robert Kiyosaki. It's the part two. I, well, it's not really fair to say it's part two of Think Grow Rich, but it comes next in the series. I mean, excuse me, of Rich Dad Poor Dad. It comes next in the series. Cash Flow Quadrant shows you the four quadrants of, I'll just say capitalism, and how you fit within from the E to the S to the B to the I. E equals employee, S equals self-employed. Stop right there. Just because you are self-employed does not mean you own your own business. If you can't walk away from your business for a full year and your business is better off and that year it's better when you come back, you're not self you're not a business owner, you're self-employed. Always build something to where other people can dominate it when you're not there. And then you got the investor in the business quadrant. Read the books for that as I can move on. The third book that I would suggest to all of you is Richest Man in Babylon. In that, or in all these are business and finances, okay? Richest Man in Babylon. It is the most fantastic book on finances that it, when everyone's somebody, hey, what's a good financial book? I'm gonna tell you, Rich, Richest Man in Babylon, because the principles of finances have been around 
since the Babylonian period, or even before that, when, when people were between two rivers, also known as Mesopotamia, they were doing financial principles that have been passed down. And in that book, you realize some of you are dependent upon the goddess of luck to make it nicely in your business. But you know what? Luck doesn't frequent the places you reside. Luck does not hang in a casino. Luck does not hang at your grandmother's house. Luck frequently resides lucky people in lucky places. How do you create luck? Pause, we'll come to that. Number fourth book that I would suggest to all of you read is not a business or a finance book, but it is a business or finance book. It's called Code of the Extraordinary Mind by Vishen Lakiani. Code of the Extraordinary Mind is going to rip your brain apart and make you realize that you have other people's thoughts and rules. Chapter two, he calls them rules. He makes up a new word called rules. They stand for BS rules. You're more than welcome to use your imagination to know what BS stands for. You learned it on your first school bus trip as you were headed to school in first grade. BS rules, rules, your condition. You have combined rules with what you need to move further. Now that you've got all these down, you're finally ready for Think and Grow Rich. Once you get to Think and Grow Rich, I strongly suggest to you that you allow all that information. And that is a bonus book that you would like to have. There is another book that teaches you how to survive financially in the 21st century, the new rules of the 21st century. And Tony Robbins wrote the book. He actually didn't even decide to take any money from the book. He donated all the proceeds. It was his newest book. I believe it's called Unbreakable or Unshakable. Grace, double check that for me. Tony Robbins' new book. Actually, I got my notes on my laptop. I'm sorry. Tony Robbins' new book is, let's see if she can find it before me. It's Unbreakable or Unshakable. Anyway, you find, oh, Unshakable. That's what it is. Unshakable by Tony Robbins. And he starts bringing up Ray Dalio, all sorts of stuff. He literally gives away to you the game of how to find wealth in this generation and the difference between, well, first of all, financial advisor doesn't mean jack. No one is a financial advisor. It's a title that you can make up. You know what? If you're a financial advisor, I'm the ambassador to Pluto. But it doesn't mean anything at all just doesn't mean anything what you want to be doing is doing investments with fiduciaries but read that book you'll find out why when you read that one those are the top six books i would tell you to read i can give you plenty of plenty more actually i'll give you one more i'll give you one more two bonus books two bonus books predictable revenue everybody write down predictable revenue if i have given you grace what does it mean when i give away a book if I say a book title, you what does have it mean? Made, you have made money from that book. All right. You are talking so well right now. I sure appreciate you. Predictable revenue. Predictable revenue challenges the thought that, you know what? Entrepreneur life, was it 2J3? Entrepreneur life is up. Sometimes it's down. Sometimes, nope, 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 nope. It's not up and down if you have predictable revenue. And one more bonus book, just because I know Phil Sorrentino is on the call and he would recommend this, Scaling Up by Vern Harnish. 
Scaling Up. I've read it three times already. I didn't even know of the Rockefeller Rules, the the, the book of Rockefeller Rules. Didn't even know of that until I read Scaling Up. And then maybe a year after I read it, Phil introduced it to me. So I read it twice, preparing for coaching with him. But these are books that I would read. Bryant, if I were you, I would ask Phil or Susan to jump in and give out some more books on that one because that's a fantastic question that Ken you just did. All right. Well, Phil or Susan or Phil and Susan. I gave out eight, I think. Can you think of any more? Um, The Greatest Salesman in the World by Og Mendino. It uh, really sets your mindset on what it takes to be a great salesperson. Uh, The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. Uh, That's... That was written in the early 60s. It teaches you what your subconscious mind is all about. Uh, Asking It Is Given by Esther and Jerry Hicks. Uh, that's, that's one that, uh, again, helps you get in the right spirit and in the right philosophy to manifest wealth. Um, so those are three more. I'm currently reading uh, Brandon Burchard's High Performance Habits. That's his new book has got out. I'm currently about 145 pages into that. It talks about the habits of people that operate on high performance. So those are, uh, those are four that we could add to the list. There you go. I can think of plenty more, but there you go. That's, what's that now, 12, Grace, or 11? 11 to 12? 12? That's 12 books. I'm sure Ken has read all, but maybe one or two or probably all. But if you find yourself have never heard of any of these books, just feel free to take yourself to the chat and copy and paste those books. Let me just say this one more thing, since I really talk on these calls. You must, I cannot, you know, I'm not going to preface it. The reason why people like me will tell you to read, we'll do this practically first. We'll do this practically. Albert Einstein says that you cannot solve a problem with the same mind that, excuse me, with the same consciousness that created it. I'll say that again. You cannot solve a problem with the same consciousness that created it. One more time for the Holy Ghost, as Brian would say. You cannot solve a problem with the same consciousness that created it. Some of you are not accelerating because you keep being you. And that's your problem. Your problem is you're so used to being you that you only get what you get. And you just repetitiously keep getting you over and over and over and over and over. And right now, I'm not finding no coincidence. I have my team reading a book by Dr. Joe Dispenza about breaking the habit of being yourself. And it's, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. But seriously, you, that's another book you can read. Uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Stop being you. You got you here, but you won't get you there. Which brings up another book, Marshall Goldsmith, What Got You Here Won't Get You There. That book I read in 2007. Oh, 
how can I possibly forget the number one business book I ever read in my life? All right, let's, let's finish this one thought. Marshall Goldsmith, what got you here won't get you there. I read in 2017. It was the best book I read that year. It was just fantastic. I loved it to death or I loved it to life. I love that book to life. I shared the stage with him in uh, last month or something in India. He is a rock star in person as well. He had a full two and a half hours to speak. The number one business book that I want all of you to read is 10X by Grant Cardone. I don't need, let me just slap myself. I'm wrong for even not mentioning that book. Don't let this the newness of this book fool you that it's not a classic. It is a book. In fact, I'll tell you one line in the book that I want all of you to receive. Success is your duty, your responsibility, and your moral obligation. And if you're not successful, you are hurting this world, period, point blank. It just is what it is. It is. In the Mastermind Group, I taught people in the Mastermind Group Friday that income excuse me as you spend you become someone else's income as you get income it means someone else is spent with you as you spend their income you become income for someone else and that is what powers the economy and the economy besides the fact what laws are doing and, and creating a wealth gap it's still your job to be successful if you want this world to be a better place, then stop letting people tell you that money isn't everything because money is the new oxygen. I'm not telling you to worship money. I'm telling you have so much money, you ain't got to think about money. And anybody telling you differently, they're wrong. They're bamboozling you. They're trapping you to be in the middle class. They want you to continue to be their customer. 10X by Grant Cardone was a book that he wrote to himself for others to solve his own problem. While everyone else retreated during the recession, he, he 10X down, he 10 times down it. And while everyone else retreated and lost customers, he gained their customers. Brian or Grace? Oh, okay, thank you so much for that. <clears throat> we really appreciate that. And on that note, we will get ready to close out this call because we have our bureau of dominant speakers up next. If you are not part of that organization, I will advise you to join that organization very, very soon, especially if you are in the business or the field of speaking and talking to people, whether you're a salesman, a public speaker, or a preacher, I will advise you to join the Bureau of Dominant Speakers. I would like to end you guys by saying this. Learn the difference between connection and attachment. Connection gives you power. Attachment sucks the life out of you. I am the double certified Reverend Brian A. Johnson. God bless you and good night. All right, everybody. Appreciate you.
Our next guest is the CEO of a Facebook competitor. It is called MeWe. It is a next-gen social platform with a focus on privacy. The company has surpassed 5.5 million members. CEO Mark Weinstein with us now in a Fox Business exclusive. Welcome to the program, Mark. Glad to have you with us. So why the focus on privacy? You are taking advantage of Facebook's public stumbles? Well, Deirdre, I'm one of the guys who invented social networks, and it was never, social networks were never invented to be what we call now surveillance capitalism, which is what Facebook is. Their members are not customers to serve, their data to sell and data to target. So it really, MeWe is a full, fully, you know, fledged uh, social network with all the features people love. The privacy is a pr our privacy bill of rights. We don't sell your data. We don't target you. We don't mess up your news feeds. We have a freemium business model, so everything you love is free. And you can, you know, traditional capitalism, great capitalism. You can spend money on in-app purchases, or you can just enjoy the free service. There's nothing, you know, you can't be targeted for your vote or your opinion. Um, it's social media the way it was meant to be. So then, Mark, honestly, how do you make money? Because we all know when we use Facebook, it's free for the user, but we know because we are not paying that we become the product. So that Facebook is gathering data on That's us, right. and I think some people even say Facebook isn't a social company, it's a data company. But then how do you make money? Are people paying your company for subscriptions? No, no, it's very important. MeWe is free forever. But now we know that the freemium model works, and MeWe, is, we're doing great with revenue. We have 2,800 free emojis, but we've got great custom emojis, custom stickers. So live people voice, pay live you video for those. A pay option. Right, and, and live voice, live video, secret encrypted chat. Uh, MeWe pages are $1.99 a month, but you reach 100% of your followers all the time. So for $24 a month, you don't have to boost anything. So if you have 500,000 followers or 5,000 followers or 10 million followers, you reach everybody. At Facebook, you reach 5%. you got to pay to boost, and then their algorithm messes the whole thing up anyhow. So MeWe is really true, pure social media. It's social networking done right, and people love it. So, yeah, we're growing organically with no ads, and, and, and we're not even marketing MeWe, and we're growing by tens of thousands of people every day. So, Mark, we have some stats about your company. As you're speaking, five and a half million users right now, which is impressive. But how are you going to keep growing that? Because one telephone is not so fun. Two telephones work. Basically, you need more people to sign up. Well, people are signing up, Deirdre, every day. And here's the beautiful thing about MeWe. So we also have some major, major deals that are not announced with some huge influencers worldwide. But even without them, we grew 405% last year. We're targeting, you know, we actually target, we'll have over 30 million members by the end of this year, over 150 million by the end of next year. We're growing twice as fast already this year. And people also move in groups. This is really, we have never seen something like this. So constituencies move to people. So many people are censored or blocked or violated on Facebook and they all move to MeWe. So it, the growth is fantastic. Quick question, Mark. You say Facebook as an aside should not be broken up. Why is that? Listen, we compete with Facebook great. 
Snap competes with Facebook. Twitter competes with Facebook. Breaking up Facebook doesn't solve the problem that they are a surveillance company transacting data. By the way, also transacting data from non-members. They track all of us. Remember, the Cambridge Analytica CEO said they had data on 230 million adult, really every adult in America. Now, Facebook's new rules that you talked about today, that's a bunch of BS. Facebook has had rules the whole time. They break their rules all the time. That's the problem. The rules right. of Facebook mean nothing. Mark, we thank you very much for the time. Thanks for joining us. Congratulations on the growth. Thank you, Deirdre. I'm not sure if you already know this, but you're already absolutely perfect. You're already absolutely great. And you're already living in massive abundance. The most important things that you have is not what you have. It's not what you do. It's what you know. Because the people who do know what you need to know to leave the middle class, they're in the top 1%, and they control 96% of the world's income. 97% of this world is trading time for money, and that is not the way to become rich, it's not the way to become wealthy, and it is absolutely not the way to leave the middle class. There are 7.8 billion people in the world right now, and they all wanna learn how to make money and how to leave the middle class. But the way to become a master at anything is to learn all the rules and then bend them to your favor. Right now in this world, there are 2,057 billionaires. Right now. So if you think becoming a billionaire is, a, is impossible, that's 2,057 people that have already proved that impossibility incorrect. And if you think that's crazy, there are 46.8 million millionaires in the world, worldwide right now. Now think about that. 46.8 million millionaires, and that number grows 1,730 millionaires every single day. Money is everywhere. You don't need to max out your credit cards. You don't need to borrow from granddad and grandma. Just look behind me. Look at all the wealth sitting behind me in this junkyard. It's insane how much money is everywhere, and you don't need to go out there and beg, bar, and steal to get it. You just need to know the rules of making money and how to leave the middle class. Essentially, all you need to know is the algorithm of making money, the rules of making money. All you need to know is what to do and how to do it, and you can leave the middle class. Any industry, yoga, golf, underwater basket weaving, clipping fingernails, it doesn't matter. All you have to do is know how to do it, how to get it done, and then find somebody to teach you how to do it, how to get it done, and you will be able to leave the middle class. If you're not getting my point, it's real simple. Whatever you have up here, as long as you understand the rules of leaving the middle class, as long as you understand how to get money, you can take what's up here and get wealthy for what you already have. Right now, the very thing you know up here is already being searched a thousand times a second on Google. Someone right now, actually 1,730 people right now, are gonna become a millionaire from the stuff that you have in your head. Why can't this be you? I mean, it's 1,730 people with your ideas that are no better than you, that are gonna leave the middle class, become a millionaire. Why are you not next? So how do we do this? How do we take what you know and apply it to objective money-making secrets and then allow you to leave the middle class? How do we take you from where you are and let you escape to where you wanna go? So how do we make 
all this money or take all this knowledge from the Warren Buffers, from Elon Musk, how do we take everything that everyone before you has done and how do we take all of that and then put it in your head so you can leave a legacy for your family? My name is Antonio T. Smith Jr. 32 years ago, I lived in a trash can. That's right, from six to 14, I had no running water, no electricity, no anything. And somehow I'm in the top 1% today. Not because I had the right background, not because I had a silver spoon in my mouth, simply because being homeless made me learn how to make money. I retired when I was 29 years old. I'm more than likely younger than you. I'm one of the top 1% income earners in one of the richest countries in the world. What I learned how to do when I was six years old was learn how to generate enough money to eat some cookies so I wouldn't die to death from starvation. From there, I learned how to go from cookies to a meal from a meal to clothes, to clothes, to shelter, to everything else that supplied my necessary needs. When I was six, I was forced to learn how to make money, and now that's what I'm gonna do and help you do. I've seen amazing results. I have my own economy, I've homeschooled my own children, and I wrote a book that teaches you every single thing that I know about making money, every single thing that other people know about making money, and most importantly, all the stuff that we don't tell you. Because the truth is, and you know it like I know it, the most honest, the most hardworking, unselfish people on planet Earth live in the middle class. Yet, your honesty, your unselfishness, your devout religion going self is not enough to get to the top 1% and that's not fair. The second half of my life has been not about how much money I make, but how I will be remembered from all the money that I have made. And I've been trying to teach everybody how to get out the middle class. I'm the crazy guy famous on the internet for trying to create 100,000 millionaires. I've created eight so far. I got a ninth one on the way, all the way from India. That's pretty cool. And what I want to tell you is something very simple. It's been hard. It's been absolutely hard to help people leave the middle class, not because of the people, because the system would rather keep you being someone else's money instead of you having your own economy and having the money come find and flow to you. It was frustrating because I knew that anybody can make money. And if you knew what I knew, you would change your life. Over the last few years, I built a large following of over half a million people every month that pay me to actually for me to give them advice. Well, that's been exciting for me. And the cool thing is I've created thousands of six-figure earners. I've created millionaires. I've created people who can live their dreams and hold on to their legacies. And now my eyes are on you to create you to what you need to be great. I have been teaching my principles and these principles to hundreds of thousands of people around the world, every country, all continents, and anyone who has taken them seriously, written them down and applied them, have a 100% success rate of leaving the middle class. I've taught these secrets to my following and my inner network, and I've watched them go from four figures to five figures, five figures to six figures, seven figures all the way to eight. Everything that I've ever learned, everything I've ever learned from millionaire mentors, billionaire mentors, and everything I learned from being homeless, and everything that got me into the top 1%, I have placed inside of a book. To date, it is the longest book that I've ever written, the most best book that I've ever written, 
and that book is called The Richest Man in the Trash Can, and I'm offering it to you today for free. This book is gonna show you how to become wealthy into the top 1% and leave the middle class. This book is gonna give you a step-by-step -step plan if you're 30 years old, all the way to 70 years old, how to get into the top 1%. If you're a teenager, how to get to the top 1%. If you're a millennial, how to get to the top 1%. It's gonna teach you how to make six figures immediately, teach you how to get to a million dollars immediately, and all that good stuff. Plus, I'm gonna give you the 36 objective laws of leaving the middle class. Plus, I'm gonna give you every last one of my secrets that have made me rich. You have to understand that leaving the middle class is the most important fight that you're gonna have in your life. Let me be honest with you, and you can kind of relate to this. It almost takes $450,000 a year just to be broke in America. And that's just in America. If you don't leave the middle class, which is actually an illusion, then you are gonna have a really hard time. Think about it for a second. Some of, most of you are gonna be watching this are gonna be baby boomers, and you've been sold a bad check. They lied to you. Your retirement was not enough for you to live comfortable, and I'm gonna give you this book for free so you can figure out how to triple your retirement and then quadruple your retirement, and then as Grant Cardone would say, 10 extra retirement so you can live the life that's worthy of you. I want you to remember that leaving the middle class is the most important battle that you could ever face in your entire life, especially for your family. So consider this video, this book, your friendly tap on the shoulder. I want to send you a free copy of this book because I believe that abundance is your birthright. I believe that abundance is freedom. And I believe that this book is right for you. In fact, I believe in that so much that I will send you the book for free. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. I'll eat the cost. I'll take the loss. And all you have to do is get the book and dominate your reality right now and apply the principles so you can be the best person for your life that is yours. Fill out the form sitting right there to the right. Go ahead, dominate your reality. I can't wait to send you my book. I can't wait to meet you. I can't wait to have you as someone that's been on the journey with me. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plant better. You can dominate. When the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world not making money. The pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as it almost made me a billionaire. I came really close. So the pandemic was a blessing. It was hiring people. And get this, everybody. I had 48 job positions open during the pandemic. $22 an hour with paid training. And I could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions. Hear me well. 48 job positions, $22 an hour, paid training, and I couldn't find someone, not one person, for those job positions. Now, is it because I hire slowly? True. But it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter, and that's a fact. I wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture. And there are so many different things that you can do this summer. As a matter of fact, you can free up as much time as you want to. 
But if you're not using ZipRecruiter, you're probably not going to free up that time if you're attempting to hire people. So what is ZipRecruiter? What is probably the greatest job finder that's out there? And that's why you need ZipRecruiter. You need it so you can find the right candidates. Now, it's not that ZipRecruiter helps you find jobs. It's more accurately that ZipRecruiter takes your culture, takes your job, takes what you're looking for, and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate. And if the if it's if they can't find a perfect candidate, they will skip over that person and then give you the perfect candidate for you. ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools, which is the technology itself, to match the right candidates up with your job. You can easily review uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to apply for your top positions. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out, uh, review, and rate candidates. Four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter. It is a blessing. And no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, soak up everything I said. It's not an ad. This is a personal testimony of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus. Without ZipRecruiter, it wouldn't have been possible. So how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about? Well, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. All spelled the regular way. That's Zip, Z-I-P, Recruiter, R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R, ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. And I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. It's also in the show notes.